0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marcia Collier.
1: Hello and welcome, and thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our day with you. Got lots of great stories, lots of great news, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Many ways you can find us—the way you've just found us now, or you can certainly find us on all the streaming services like iHeartRadio, iTunes, and a multitude of others. And we uh, are—we got a great show. And Marcia, how is your week?
0: Oh, I'm doing just great. We have uh, had quite a week. You know, I'm just no seriously. I haven't. I'm not doing just great. I am just so sick of nothing being back to normal you can't go into a restaurant and get served i mean you know because the restaurants are still charging what they charge right for food and it's just it's just i know everybody out there thinks about this and i've talked to friends that you know it's just it's no point it's no point in going out or traveling right now because it's not the experience that you pay for
1: yeah it's funny i was watching the dodger game last night on tv and I was looking in the stands. I thought that's really odd because most of the people in the stands weren't wearing masks. They were a lot closer together than I thought they were going to be. This game was in San Diego. And I thought that's really strange. Now, I know California has done a great job recently in getting the infections down. We're now less than 1% infection rate versus uh, 20% that we were at the peak of the pandemic. Um but now it's kind of surprised me to see people just sitting around and they weren't what, what I would consider to be socially distanced. So there's some of that stuff was going on.
0: Yeah, but you see, and, and I know you're a big so, Lakers fan and you go to the games, but have you been to a game yet?
1: No, not Since, yet. They, the first okay, game was so, last week.
0: So the point that I heard from everybody is the experience is just not the same. And it's just not worth the money to even go, because you're not getting well, the experience. Well, the seats are different. Yeah,
1: yeah. You don't. You, I mean, there there is something to be said for being in an arena, in an arena with either whether it's baseball, fifty thousand, or basketball, seventeen thousand, and cheering and, and getting into the game. It's you know, it's not quite the same. Whether you have, I think it's twenty five percent is what they're doing right now.
0: Yeah, so, it's not the same. Uh, it just is not the same experience. There's an experience that you get. Just like in social media, you know, when you're online, you're talking with people. There's right, a exactly. certain experience to that. No experience yeah, when that... you're just sitting around or going to a restaurant. You're not getting true table service. It's all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's de- it's definitely different. It's I mean, it's getting a little better. There's no question about it. Things are getting a little bit better, but um, we're not quite there yet. Well, I want mean, you to text to me with... as
0: soon as you find something that's really better.
1: <laughs> um, <you> know, <laughs> well, it's getting I, I, better than it has yeah, been, certainly.
0: yeah. People have bought all the tech that they wanted, although we're not going to talk about it. But in two weeks, Samsung's doing another launch. And we'll. Uh, OnePlus recently had a launch, and I do have a OnePlus phone that I have to spark up and I'll be able to review for the show. But you know nobody's doing anything really ground shaking, but we have some right. things for you guys listening to the show that you might find interesting, for example, if you were were you one of those wealthy people if <laughs> you had to be wealthy who put in for a contract for a solar roof from Tesla
1: now, let yeah, me explain no. what really, a solar
0: roof is. This isn't those ugly solar tile things or the whatever those things are called. This is really the tiles on your roof. What makes your roof are solar products. So it's not a solar panel. Right. That's the word. Right. It's, it's the actual a roof solar itself. roof. Now, people signed contracts for these in February. Now, hey, I'm not a lawyer. I don't play one on radio. But the deal is they signed a contract in February to install solar roofs for thirty five thousand dollars. Not cheap. Right. But you know, right. that's kind of what a new roof costs. Um for
1: a, yeah. a regular yeah, that's house. a little even a little expensive for what a roof costs, but yeah.
0: I don't know, I must have I a really expensive roof. But I was gonna say anyway. I think
1: typically roofs are twenty, twenty five grand, something like that. But not far off.
0: Man, maybe it's my tiles. Anyway, so they <laughs> got yeah. to maybe they got to spend an additional thirty thousand dollars for the batteries. So that's what really jacked up the price. So technically you're talking about a sixty-five thousand dollar investment, which is right. not so they get an email from Tesla saying that and these people who signed these contracts. That they would be get receiving a new contract with higher prices. Right. <laughs> what? Now he owed seventy five thousand for the solar roof. Now that's thirty five oh, yeah. to seventy five thousand. A one hundred and fourteen percent increase, and thirty five thousand for the batteries. That's. I mean, can you do that? Like I said, I'm not a lawyer, but. I... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. There's obviously must be something in that contract that allows them to do that. Otherwise, they can't just, you know, change your price. Well, uh, you're allowed to cancel it, so your they...
0: order. Uh, that well, was in yeah, the email. I'm i just not sure share. can. That.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, well, really? yes. And that would be, yeah, that's pretty strange, though, So I have to we've say. gone
0: from $65,000 to $115,000. That's insane
1: yeah that is kind of crazy, and you know it's considering that you now it's not as pretty because if you have solar you know I have solar panels, and we've had them up for now ten years I can't believe it's been ten years uh but we've had solar panels on the roof and they're not as pretty you know they're on the back side of the house so you don't see them from the front which uh, is, oh, is I actually, want you to
0: know your neighbors really appreciate it because those yeah, idiots sure. who live in my neighborhood there's one house that has them in the front, and man it looks like a Really looks terrible. <laughs> it just yeah. Looks no, dreadful. They're not pretty.
1: They're fine. You know, they're okay. In this case they look nicer. But you know, you can now go into a solar company and they will put up roof panels for you for free. Uh you don't have to put out your own money if you want to do the kind of the lease thing. So uh and I don't know whether you know whether the Tesla panels work better or not. I know that my solar after ten years is still pumping up pumping out a lot of energy. And last month I actually had a a plus um Production of energy, so I didn't spend any money. Finally? On solar, other than the least. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Well, no, I, I, you know, it did not happen that often, but we've had it happen through the years where, you know, well, I'm waiting
0: it's... for, uh you know, solar panels version two. <laughs> it's just like I'm waiting for the new ones.
1: Well, it's been a long time, remember? I mean, okay, this has so, been going on hard to believe.
0: Yeah, and th- we haven't seen any innovation,
1: which no, we're going to of a change we're gonna get
0: level. to later in the show about. The chip shortages and how things are not happening. But anyway, do you yeah, listen exactly. to Spotify?
1: I do not. I have it, I think, on my phone, but I don't listen to it. I think we I, are on Spotify.
0: Uh, I don't know. Hans, uh, we on Spotify? I don't know. But Spotify came out with a new thing. And the legit name for it is Car Thing. Yes, you can get a car, car thing. thing? <laughs> yes, that is really the name. Cool car thing basically it's a thing it's a gadget thingy with a teeny monitor not a teeny monitor but it mounts on your dashboard and you can listen okay. to spotify there you go okay now it's free for certain people so if uh, the retail price is 80 dollars, and it's supposed to integrate the uh the car thing integrates Spotify into the car's sound system to navigate the streaming service library, and you only have to pay for the shipping, okay. which is not bad. We like free. If you're interested no, and bad. you are yeah. a Spotify subscriber, you go to CarThing.Spotify.com, that's C-A-R-T-H-I-N-G.Spotify.com, and you get to apply for it. I think it's kind of weird when you can get Spotify huh. on your phone, but hey. You know,
1: they're selling everything. Okay. Well, I mean, it's funny. I had uh, on all uh, three of our cars. Uh, my wife, myself, and my daughter, we all had Sirius XM that we had before the pandemic. And when the pandemic started, I just shut it down. I, you know, I knew we weren't going to be driving. So I let it go. And every month I would get an update from them. Hey, you know, come back. Please come back. Come back. So finally, they broke me down about a month ago because I saw kind of a light at the end of the tunnel. And they were doing $5 a month for the first 12 months, which is really cheap because normally it's like 15 a month. And they were giving three uh, Alexas. As uh, a bonus for each phone that, you know, for each uh, car that you did. So we actually went in and, you know, so those services are nice. So you can get some deals on that. If you, if you formally like Sirius XM, they've got a lot of stuff on Good that to as know. well. Do you, have you ever well, used that?
0: Oh, I've had Sirius. Uh, I stopped Sirius XM because I was really sick and tired of their annual call that I'd have to have with their, forgive me, out of the country customer service yes. team. And that it was true. just horrific. It was almost as bad as the annual call to AT&T for my business line.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, so, it is. I agree with you. It is It is painful to do that with them.
0: So the only thing I have through them is the nav that goes through, you know, the car yeah, system. your, your traffic. And, and that's, yeah, nav and traffic. So that's, I'm happy with that. Yes, I use Google Maps, but I like to use them both because <laughs> it's <Right>. fun. <laughs> So you had a story on the COVID-19 vaccine. What the hell?
1: Yeah, this is interesting, and and I certainly don't have a problem with this. Um, Pfizer and a number of the companies are now saying that you might require a third dose of vaccine within 12 months of having your original shot, Uh, you know, kind of the booster shot. Uh, They're saying a likely scenario will be a need for a third dose somewhere between six and 12 months. And (laughs) then on a- Money grab.
0: (laughs) Money grab. uh,
1: Well, for the first ones, we're free, of course. And then from then on, there'll be an annual revaccination. Nope. Uh, Again, still not confirmed. There's still so much we don't know about COVID and about all the multitude of other things that come with COVID. Um, You know, unfortunately, it doesn't appear it's going to be like the polio vaccine, you know, which is a one shot and you're done with it. It's going to be more like it appears to be a flu vaccine. I'm not buying
0: any of this and I don't think anybody else should because the science behind it I've you know if you look on Twitter there are a lot of doctors on Twitter discussing this and right. because of the mRNA it should legit last longer because of what it is it just right. doesn't stop working everybody was complaining oh no I'm going to get this and it's going to alter my DNA well if it's going to alter right. jack in your body it's going to alter it for a while yeah, so right. I'm very wary of this and uh just
1: So what do you I, do if if yeah, were well, you gonna take it or you're not gonna take it?
0: Uh I don't know. I'm gonna wait and see and speak to my doctor. And
1: right. that's
0: what everybody should do. I don't think you should make your own decisions when no. it comes to I this mean, stuff. I do think
1: it's interesting. And uh, uh, but you know, the uh,
0: science uh, behind it says to me, Money grab by Big Pharma. Yeah. And hey, I have stock in uh, I have stock <laughs> yeah. in Pfizer, but yeah, there but, you go. Uh, And I'm really pleased that we're all getting doses from them. But no, this doesn't smell right. This is yeah. You know, the I quote mean, says all of this m- needs to be confirmed.
1: I mean, I assume that they will do what, for example, flu shots. I assume that when you do, you get a flu shot.
0: Yeah, but remember that a flu shock is an entirely different technology. Oh, well, then course the it is, mRNA right. virus—it's the chicken and the egg. Well, no, um, but
1: my, my point of that was not so much what it, that they were different was that insurance actually covers your flu shots for the most part for free. So now, the well, well, I wasn't even taking insurance
0: paid. into, you know, it's right. free to right. you, but it's money for the yeah, drug no, company.
1: Right? Correct. Exactly. Exactly. So. So uh, yeah. We'll and, see. I mean, we do, We still don't know enough yet going, but it appears here, certainly in California, about half of the state is vaccinated now, at least first or second vaccinations. Yeah, I'd like i like to go
0: straight to the data and see how many people are going into hospital and how many aren't. And if this yeah. English variant is so bad, why aren't more people going into hospital there? Because they're not. So yeah, I mean, I'm just looking yeah. at the data. I went right to the data because I have family in England. The only reason, honestly, right. I got the vaccine was so I could go and visit my family. Right. So yeah. I'm watching well, this and we'll report back. So yeah, at least Elon Musk had a huge places. win
1: this yeah, week. Yeah, apparently huh? so.
0: Um, Jeff Bezos, do you think he cried just a little bit?
1: Probably. A little too. He, he,
0: he did. Because uh, NASA, about a year ago... Gave initial study and preliminary development contracts for moon landers uh, to SpaceX, Dynetics, yeah. and a team of aerospace heavyweights led by Blue Origin. So, I mean, you've got the big three here. Uh, the cost of SpaceX's bid was about half of Dynetics, one-fourth the amount by Blue Origin. And, you know, good old Elon, mm-hmm. he knows how to how to do things. And it left SpaceX as the sole provider, and they won the contract, which they will be awarded $2.89 billion for the development of the Starship vehicle and two flights. Sounds like a deal to me. Um, cool. One of these missions will be uncrewed yeah, exactly. flight test. And down to the lunar surface and back, the second mission will be a crewed flight. I'm not going. It's the first one of the Artemis program. So it's going to be interesting, but, you know, go you, Elon. Hey, you know, if you can accomplish this and undercut the competition, that's America. Good for you.
1: <laughs> you know, and I think it may be time again to to do another special on our uh, tinfoil uh, tech radio hats, because if we're going into space, we don't know what kind of radiation you're going to run into when you're into space. So we might have to post something about our tinfoil hats. Totally and, don't uh, even get don't I, I, even
0: get me started on what I think about that because you know I before the pandemic I did a lot of travel around this planet. A lot. And right. I kept hearing, right. Oh, you're exposed to radiation. Whoa, it's gonna hurt you. More. So if they were worried about the radiation I was getting flying to Asia and to <laughs> right. Europe, um, what about this? This, you know, We're not thinking all of this through. And this whole idea I just might throw in, since we have a second, going to Mars. Really? Like, how do we know everything isn't contaminated there? So I, I think we're spending a lot of money, and I'm glad we're employing a lot of people. But to be truthful with you, I think we have better places we could put our money. But, you know. Interesting. So you're I always want I always want to fund NASA because I think you know what they're doing is important, and I think we will learn a lot because let's face it, we wouldn't have Teflon if it wasn't for That's NASA, true. and a, and a lot of other inventions that make our lives easier uh, today. But um, yeah, it's, it's uh,
1: isn't it's it funny though? When, whenever we br- Whenever we talk about what, what the accomplishments NASA has done, the one that always comes up is Teflon, which, by the <coughs> way, it was linked to cancer a multitude of times uh, for, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know how, how grateful we should be for Teflon. But w- what else? I mean, I okay here, 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 uh, okay, here. What here's, else you got?
0: Here's, uh, great. Hold on. Here's 20 inventions that okay. came from NASA. Give me a couple. Uh, oh, there's ones you're gonna really like. Camera phones. Okay. In Camera the 1990s. Oh. now I have a backstory to this. The tr- their okay. story is in the nineteen nineties a team at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory worked to create cameras small enough to fit on a spacecraft with scientific quality. Okay. One third of all cameras contain this technology. Hmm. But personal story? Yeah. What my ex's brother Worked at JPL when they were doing the moonshot. Okay. And he duct taped a camera on the inside of the capsule.
1: Oh, how funny. Saying,
0: I think we should have a camera. <laughs>
1: huh. Interesting.
0: And that was his idea. His name was Robert Lockhart. And started a whole thing. Okay. Scratch resistant lenses for glasses.
1: Oh, that's a good Yeah, that's a good okay. one.
0: Okay. That came. CAT scans. The space program needed Hmm. a pretty good digital image. And the JPL played a lead role in developing this technology. Okay. LEDs. Hmm. Red LEDs are being used in space to grow plants and heal humans on Earth. LED technology has contributed to the development of medical devices.
1: Okay. That's a good one.
0: Landmine renewal. A removal. Excuse me. Thiokol propulsion <laughs>
1: that seems uses important to me
0: NASA's surplus rocket fuel to produce a flare that can safely destroy landmines. It works oh, by cool. burning a hole through the mine without detonation.
1: Huh? Okay, that's a good one. Yeah.
0: This one you're go- you're gonna just fall over. Okay. How about athletic shoes? Nike athletic Air trainers shoes. would not exist if it weren't for. Suit construction technology developed by NASA. It was a former NASA engineer that first pitched the idea. So there you go Nike Air Trans. Well, say
1: say no more. That's all you had to tell me. You could have dropped all those other ones. Yeah. Okay, foil blankets.
0: You know, the ones that they're using at the border. Yeah, keep you warm when you're in the. Keep you warm. And they do work because I use them during the earthquake. Real briefly, water purification systems, dust busters. They use ear thermometers, home insulation. And you know maybe I should tweet this out so everybody. This can good, yeah, read. that's a
1: good story because you you do tend to see that a lot. And I've uh, through. Distinguished the jaws speakers of life, life.
0: Wireless headsets, memory foam, freeze dried food, adjustable smoke detector, baby formula. Yeah, uh, when our show goes live, I will. Artificial limbs, computer mouse. It was not was not Steve Jobs. It's a 1960s NASA researcher. So there you go. I've,
1: I've had a, the great opportunity a couple of times now, uh, with Distinguished Speaker Series, um, to host the Kelly Brothers uh, on separate occasions. Uh, and I can never remember which one stayed in space for that long period of time and which one didn't. And I also, early on, uh, oh, gosh, 15, 17 years ago, I hosted Sally Ride, who was a lovely lady, one of the first women into space. She sadly passed away at a very young age. But uh, it's fascinating. And yeah, Ellen John Glenn um who was amazing as well. Well, so, if you'd uh, like to
0: go online and see my in interview with Katie Coleman, uh the the astronaut that <clears throat> they claim she saw uh uh flying saucer in space. Mm.
1: Uh you can
0: watch that interview on YouTube and on my website. I have that's to tell you uh, one of
1: my one of my dumber questions in in these interviews was with uh John Glenn. And I said don't you get claustrophobic being up in space like that? And he turned to me in a very nice way and he said, you know, Mark, uh, people that are claustrophobic don't become astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense, John. So uh, thanks for sharing that with me. So that, that was kind of fun. Um, so anyway, yeah, that, uh, that's a lot of good stuff. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that because I only hear about Teflon. So that's a good story.
0: Okay, well, you um, see, you learn something every day on this show, right?
1: You absolutely do. All right. Now, I've been using the FCC FCC speed test app for a while now, but uh, have they updated or they did something new with it?
0: Well, they have updated it, and everybody should download it because, you know, when you look at those maps, if you're thinking of changing character carriers, you go and you look at the map. Oh, look, my house is covered. My house has great signal. My house is spectacular. Oh, this is wonderful. And you change. You get the phone home, and you're sitting in bed. Uh, you uh, 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 on the phone. <laughs> right. So, yeah, the maps are highly inaccurate. So the FCC finally is doing something about it. Now, we, we talked about them wanting to report problems, and they have a reporting page. Right. But this is an app you put on your phone, and hey, amuse yourself. There's not much going on right now. Yeah, Go exactly. to... Right. Go to Seven uh, Eleven and test your speed from there. Test your speed from any place you go, and the data will right. go to the FCC so they can build a better map. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Not a long story here, but I think it's valuable. It's called the FCC Speed Test app.
1: Yeah, I just do ran it. mine, and and my speed, which is spectacular for me because I used to get five megabits, is one hundred forty eight megabits per second. The upload. Oh, wait a is minute. 63. Do you have
0: your Wi Fi on your phone when you do that? Uh, yes. No, the whole point is you're supposed to turn off the Wi-Fi. And, well,
1: that would be my 5G or 4G or whatever it right. is, service. and right.
0: that's what they want to know about.
1: Yeah, you know, that's kind of interesting, and I haven't yeah, done that. Yeah, because that
0: shows up as your wireless, pro- uh, not your wi your Wi-Fi provider.
1: Right, I'm going to do that But if you're, you're right taking these apps,
0: what you want to do is shut off your Wi-Fi, drrr, so it gets the clear idea of what you're actually getting at home. Yeah, I'm going to do phone. that
1: right now to see uh, what I actually get. And because I happen to be in an area that I've talked about for years, which is why I um, have gotten such poor Internet service. Okay, I just try to do it. It won't even run because I'm in that area. So see? it says download now it's, failed.
0: But you see, there you go. You are letting them know that this is the problem.
1: Yeah, that's interesting uh, because, you know, I'm, I really don't care because I don't use it. I only use Wi-Fi when I'm in but the house. But the point but yeah. is
0: there are other people.
1: Right. I oh, know, of course. So. Yeah. Uh, more than willing to contribute. I, You know, they got everything else of my privacy. Why not have where my Internet services? So, well, but uh, that's, that's that, why I
0: said go to 7-Eleven, go to the different places, yeah. and try it out.
1: Yeah, very interesting. Okay, well, that's good to know. Uh, next story, I, I think this is great on Lyft's behalf. And, uh, you know, we've criticized from time to time, you know, the, the ride-sharing services for a number of reasons. But apparently eligible patients, health care plan members, Medicare and Medicaid beneficiaries can now request to and from medical appointments using Lyft Pass for health care. Uh, the rideshare company, you're hoping that the option will put the power of Lyft into patients' hands, which will give them a lot of flexibility and control over their health care. So they started a new technology that allows people to just connect with Lyft care uh, with their health app, and they will take you to your doctor's appointment for you. And I think that's a really cool thing for them to do. I think uh, it's a valuable idea. Yeah,
0: I think it's a valuable idea, but I want to share with everybody that this is run by Star Health. Who is Star Health? Star Health Don't may be your is. insurance company. They may be benefiting right. by getting whatever data is being in your phone. Because I'm going to remind you about this, guys. Every time we talk about putting an app on your phone, they have access to your data. <laughs> and sometimes even the permissions aren't accurate. So yeah. do it, you know, if you, for free rides, you want it. I can understand it. but. Uh, you know, this is sponsored by healthcare and social services organizations to cover the costs. Right. Nothing right. is free. So you're feeding the bear here.
1: And bear in mind, one of the things we always tell you to do is when you install an app, the very first thing you should do is go into the permissions and the privacy settings and pretty much turn off everything you possibly can because that will protect you to some degree may not be completely or the app won't work. Right. There's
0: that. Right. (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah. Well, they come back and say, Oh, well we need these things to run. You know, we need the ability to sell you crap. So our app's not going to work. Uh, but we'll see. But again, it's, it's one way to, to sort of protect yourself. So we have two
0: stories here and the first one's yours. The second one's mine and Huawei Chinese company. I know them very well. I have been over to their headquarters in China. Um, It's a privately owned company. It is not owned by the CCP. It is not the government. Um, But they have worked hard. They spend more in R&D than any other tech company in the world. And that is true. And they had their global analyst conference this weekend in Shenzhen. And they talked about a lot of things, you know. And, And all I could think of when I read the articles and the stuff, I said, they may be down because the U.S. has banned them but they are not out. They are hopping. So what did you find? Then I'll give you mine.
1: Well, I, I mean, I, the, the first thing that I read, I kind of went, "I, you know, I don't care about this. I mean, we've talked so many times about 5G and do we really care about 5G? So now they've launched a plan by 2030 to have 6G, which will be 50 times faster than 5G. So that my thought, the immediate thought was because we've criticized 5G for so long, do we really care?
0: I okay, mean, well, let's hop on that. that. Let's on hop it. on that, great, great, I'm that sure it. it'll
1: be a great technology.
0: We've criticized 5G for people's phones, but our goal eventually right. is to go to smart cities and self-driving cars well, right. and all of that stuff. Yes. And what I've brought out on the show before is there are two types of 5G and they work in different ways and neither of them really is fast enough for self-driving cars. <laughs>
1: Right, exactly. (laughs)
0: So Huawei is the world leader in 5G. Their installations lit up Africa, uh, India. I mean, they are the leader all over the world except here because whatever. Not talking politics, but they are the leader. So to me, it's a natural jump for them. Uh, They're going to publish a white paper. But if you want to look it up, there's a lot of information on 6G rollout. It's not going to happen right away. Don't don't think that. No, twenty but thirty.
1: They... It's got another row. what? What year are we nine? Nine more years till that comes. Nine out. more years. I Which mean, begs it's not the question.
0: But you see, well, the thing I is, mean, the they perfected five he... G already. They have taken five G as far as five G can go. So it just makes sense to me that they're going to be doing more in six G.
1: I mean, if it's true that the five G is not strong enough to run a wireless car or a, uh, a driverless car, rather, then the question is, is it nine years before we get to real driverless cars that are safe? You know, if it's yeah. going to take 6G yeah. to make that work. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of yeah. companies that are devoting time and money.
0: We're being fed a lot of baloney.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the, you know, you, yeah. if you read the news, it would appear that, okay, so now next month or the month after, you're going to have a driverless car. I mean, they're around now. They are around, and I always laugh. Yeah, but because, you can't put last... them
0: on the roads because they don't play well with other cars.
1: Well, no, because as I we was going to say, when we were at CES, uh, I think it was the year, not the last CES. Which yeah, we rode the year in one. Before. Yeah, they had a driverless yeah. car that smashed into something yeah. <laughs> while they were trying to demonstrate it.
0: But, you know, this leads so, to the second story that we have on Huawei. Yeah. Is they've announced, since they've beaten 5G... They're going into 6G. They're investing how much? $1 billion on car tech, IT, Yeah, spending more than Tesla because they're researching self-driving and electric car technologies. Um, They want to beat the other companies that are doing it. Their autonomous self-driving technology has already surpassed Tesla's in some areas. For example allows cars to cruise more than 621 miles without human intervention.
1: What? Yeah, that would be interesting. You
0: know, we don't have that over here. Um no. and for them to invest a billion dollars on top of this technology they already have, it's a big deal. And don't forget we have a chip shortage. We have a huge chip shortage. Yeah. And there's a lot of that going one on. of, one of the pieces of news we're being fed is, well, we're going to invest more in America so that we can, you know, make the chips here. Well, the news is you can't just order, uh, call up some company and say, hi, I'd like five chip-making machines, please. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen because chips change all the time, and it's not something that can be fixed right away. It's something – it takes five years to get a chip factory online. So our shortage of microprocessors is going to hurt regular cars like crazy. I mean, right. we're going to talk about travel if we get to it. But yeah, it, this isn't happening. The chip shortage is real. And nothing against anybody, but we should have, as a country, made manufacturing technology a priority back in the yeah. day. Instead of pushing it, well, we'll let other people do it. Uh, sorry.
1: Yeah, there you go. So it's coming. Um okay, wait, are you on T Mobile? Or yep. you were on T Mobile? You're yep. on T Mobile. Um, okay.
0: Love T Mobile. So
1: T Mobile apparently now has the fastest average five G download speed in the US, as reported by Ookla, which is the uh which you can actually get their app for testing your um download speed. They found that T-Mobile customers with 5G devices spend more time connecting to a 5G network than those on rival carriers during the first three months of 2021. It's one of those, that almost sounds like one of those baseball stats. You know, there's a stat for everything. So here's a stat for you. But they clocked in at 82.35 megabits per second download on its 5G network for the first quarter of the year, followed by AT&T at 76 and Verizon at 67. So I don't know how much of a difference, frankly. I mean, do you think well, you're really again, notice a difference? Well,
0: again, you know, and, and Neville Ray, their CTO, uh, we're, we're buddies on Twitter and we talk to each other occasionally because I'm working on a project, secret project. You won't know until the end of the year. But um, secret, can,
1: What is it, Marcia? Uh,
0: yeah, secret project. Anyway, 5G <laughs> speeds, again, don't have to start over on this. They don't always work. It depends where you are, what you're standing behind. So the truth is, yes, um, they were very smart and they bought many bands of 5G. So, yes, their coverage is better and their speed is better. So, right. indeed, they are the leader in that because they use the low band 600 megahertz spectrum. And because oh, they bought Sprint, they have the 2.5 gigahertz mid band so that way they're covering a whole lot more so yeah they are doing doing what it takes
1: and i have to laugh a little bit about 5g i mean i right that new one plus
0: uh that one plus nine phone that i'm going to be testing is 5g so i will let you know but don't uh, forget when you you test it turn off your wi-fi (laughs) well
1: yeah uh, I mean, usually the only time I ever use my 5G connection is obviously when I'm outside of my house in the car. So for the most part, I'm using my Wi-Fi at work. I'm using my Wi-Fi at home. So there are very few circumstances where I actually have the need to use a phone connection itself. Sure, when I'm driving somewhere for that 30 minutes. But for, you know, of well, because you need it my...
0: really fast to download your maps for...
1: <laughs> what uh, well, like? exactly. I don't
0: know. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know either. We've talked about this, so why do we care?
1: We don't. We really don't care. And, you know, it's nice to have. And it is fast. I mean, on the times that I've noticed that I'm on a 5G network, because I have Verizon and it automatically switches to whatever the fastest network is. And it is fast. I mean, I I have to confess. But now that I have, I'm fortunate enough, finally, after 20 years, to have uh, fast Internet service at home. I'm used to fast internet service, where before, you know, my internet service was so slow at home that when I went in the car, it was an upgrade for me. Now it's about the same as what I'm used to. So, I, you know, I think it's all in what you get used to, and uh, we'll see. Okay, real quick, I came
0: across an article on Tom's Guide about EV charging, and I just thought this was hysterical because this guy used his Nissan Leaf to go to his brother's wedding. And right. it has an advertised range of 168 miles. But he had okay. to make a 250-mile round trip. Okay, So that would be more. Right. Um, so at 100%, the car displayed a range of 152. Okay. okay. So considering the church was only 125 miles away because he was going to a wedding, he figured, hey, I- I'm cool. yeah, No problem. Um, but I better top up a little. So he goes to a service right. station 74 miles into the journey and then okay. realizes he has to charge for a half hour to give his yeah, battery well, the, the problem, necessary. Sure. You know, and that. So let's just skip. This was in Great Britain. Um, and the Leafs estimate won, didn't take into account the fact he'd be driving 70 miles an hour because he was in Great Britain. So uh, needless to say, his EV sucked up power like the worst gas guzzler. And he said it started pretty much right away. <laughs> Within about 5 to 10 minutes of driving, he realized he wasn't going to get anywhere close to 150 miles out of the car.
1: Oh, geez.
0: Um, It was good thing he would planned a recharge break because the car hit 20%, Mark, a couple of minutes before he reached the station, which was 75 miles away. The car claimed oh, they wow. would have... I mean, the, just a mess. And let's not forget that EV charging is not as widespread as a good old gas station and they have different no, plugs sure. and they have different chargers and the time Absolutely. involved in recharging is huge so let's skip over that and just like i'm waiting for ev version 3 i <laughs> just i'm
1: wait you know for i i just thought of this great invention that we should do, you know maybe we should could, could be a tech radio invention you know when we needed more storage of and portable storage on our computers, we invented USB drives. And I say we, not necessarily Marsha and I, but we probably did. Um, what we need is like a handheld battery that can be plugged into your EV that gives you another 100 miles.
0: Oh, you work on that, and, Mark.
1: Yeah. Well, I, mean, that, that I will tell brilliant. you
0: that I did see at CES a couple of years ago, and the video is on my Instagram, a portable hydrogen fuel cell that activated by pushing two ends together okay you know it was the thing you know kind of like a flash drive only it was bigger and when you yeah. do that it became a hydrogen fuel cell and would give you the extra electricity
1: Interesting. so okay.
0: we're not going back into hydrogen today but let me just drop that sounds one scary story to me.
1: i pushing love it i love it of hydrogen it's, i don't know it, look at the video it it's on bomb? my
0: instagram it's on my Instagram.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right, so a Netflix what is this about sleep in Netflix?
0: Hold on. Uh one sec.
1: All right, we'll wait. Doo, doo, all right, doo, all right. Doo. Okay. So,
0: go. yeah, mute button took a while. Just real quick, Netflix has a new series because too many people are spending late late nights on Netflix and they're not getting enough sleep and they want okay. you to have enough sleep. Okay. So they have a new thing. Uh, They're 15-minute episodes, and the show is titled Headspace Guide to Sleep. It's an animated series of seven episodes, giving you the science behind a healthy night's sleep. So there you go. You can go watch this on Netflix and maybe shut off Netflix a little early so you can get that night.
1: Well, there you go. All right, we're going to go a little bit out of order here because we want to get the buy of the weekend before the show goes off, and we're almost done. So uh, this is the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and Newegg for the buy of the week. Thank you, Hans, for being right there on time. Okay, this is interesting. It's not so much that the price is – it is on sale and it is cheaper, but the overall cost of this is just really amazing to me. LG has their model number 29WP60G-B, let me say it again, LG 29WP60G-B, Uh, Display monitor, it's a 2560 by 1080, 75 hertz, HDMI, Uh, it would be terrific for, I mean, for gaming certainly, you know, gamers love these kind of things, so it's an ultra-wide screen, 29-inch monitor, from the display that I can see on the picture, it's a beautiful-looking monitor. It's gotten very good reviews, and it comes with all kinds of special things, uh, HDR10, which is high dynamic range, which is the kind of thing you want to use for video gaming. It's a part of PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, it's got what they call sRGB color, uh, USB type C, and it, you know you can use it for wide field of view for online class- classrooms if you want to use it, or, or for your office, or as I say, for gaming and it's just a beautiful monitor it sells for 200 normally 249.99 you can get it with free shipping at newegg.com for 229.99 so you save 20 bucks on the monitor, but, you know, these this kind of monitor, as I talk about all the time on the air, used to be five $6,000 when they first came out. You can now get it for $230 and uh, see a beautiful screen while ever you're playing. you got to have room on your desk for this thing because, uh, remember, it is a wide screen. But, again, it is the LG 29WP60G-B 29-inch monitor available at newegg.com for $229.99. And uh, that is our buy of the week. Yeah.
0: That is a good buy. Uh, that is really yeah. great. Uh, should we
1: it. skip to TV and and stuff?
0: Uh, well, or, yeah, we... we better real quick. Yeah, well, um, We only got a
1: few minutes left. Uh, we had which so I, well, much this... to tell
0: you. Our new format well, is, here, I'm we're gonna... trying to make the show better for everybody who listens who wanted a shorter show. So there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, Go hello, ahead. I'm sure as we're not currently doing a live show, hopefully one day we'll be able to do that. But let's say hello to people who we know, listen, like uh, Jim Katzman and um, also, um, oh God help, me, our our, uh, our usual people that listen to the show that we always give our shout, shout outs to. Valencia. Who do yeah do we do that but, with, Marcia? Valencia, okay. of course. Yeah, Valencia is our, our star listener. So yeah, hello to you guys. Um, okay, so what have you been watching?
0: Um, I, I, there has been nothing that was started watching a British series called breeders, which I really like a lot for a reason I'm not quite sure. And on the network, um, a show called debris about some space debris that comes to earth that does weird stuff, like weird stuff, as long as there's no zombies. So it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, I'd give it a three and a half out of five. But uh, uh, and again, the end of the season for Grey's Anatomy is coming up soon. We don't know if Meredith is going to live. So
1: that, I don't know. Was her that. contract up? So she, know, she owns the I'm show. Pretty, she yeah, I'm pretty sure that that, that she uh, she's going to come back. Um, I, I don't think so. a One that I. I uh, one I like called Made for Love. It's on uh, HBO Max. Very, very entertaining. Uh, really kind of a techie type show with a lot of funny stuff. And Ray Romano is one of the stars. And uh, I just watched the first season, and it looks like they're going to get a second season. So that was a lot of fun. So there's some good stuff there. And uh, well, there is a, a great
0: show, and I don't want you to miss it. Any of you who like Katie Segal,
1: there's yeah. a new yeah, show Rebel. on
0: ABC called Rebel, which is yeah, spectacular. I like it and it's inspired by the life of Aaron Brockovich who's somebody yep. here in LA who has done a lot of things yeah. helping out people water problems uh, she she's a real hero and she's great. it's and it's based on her life or inspired by and Katie Sagal is spectacular on it it's called Rebel on ABC, yeah, so check that show. out for sure. I
1: had the pleasure of hosting Erin uh, Brockovich a number of years ago at Distinguished Speakers, and she's a lot of fun. And she's she is like the series that you watch on TV. She is a real kick-ass lady who does some really wonderful things for a lot of people. So uh, yeah, that was a good one, Marcia. I, I like that as well. And um, if you haven't seen the flight attendant, that's another good one on HBO Max to watch. That's with uh, yeah. I'm from- waiting for
0: shows to come back. Like you know, the morning show things like that.
1: Yeah, that's uh, it seems up that soon. we're
0: waiting an extra long time for well, the news. Long... Well, of Yeah,
1: really? because of the they haven't really? been in production. Oh I hadn't yeah, thought duh. about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why we're so <laughs> slow on most of the stuff. Yeah, some of the Hawaii shows, like uh, Magnum, came back sooner because Hawaii had a lot less restrictions than we had in mm-hmm. the states, and uh, not in the states, but uh, you know, in uh, like California, where is a lot contiguous of contiguous states contiguous states. Thank you. and those Okay, Mark,
0: say goodbye. Hey,
1: that's it. Listen, everybody, have a great week. Please don't drink and drive. We want you back next week and we'll see you next time.
0: And all of you, come, listen, tell your friends, go to the different networks because we won't be here if you're not here. So, please listen, like us, share us, and we'll see you next week. This is Marsha Collier, Hans, Mark Cohen, and uh, no, Kirk. See ya. Bye-bye.